What's up, Maybe Next Weekers, and welcome to the very, very first episode of the Maybe Next Week podcast. I am your host, Alan Lamont, alongside my co-host, Lois Simmons, what's poppin'? And today is a very special day. Yes, sir. Because this podcast is named Maybe Next Week for a reason, and here's why. Because for the last three, maybe four months. What? Wait, what? Four months? Has it been four months? It's been like three weeks. What you talking about? It's been three weeks since we was like official tissue. But I'm saying it's been like three or four months since we started saying we wanted to start a podcast. Oh, yeah, you're right. And it always kind of got pushed off, we would always say. Maybe next week. Maybe next week. Or maybe next week we can get it done. Maybe next Tomorrow. week. Tomorrow. But we're here now. And that's all that really matters, my people. But without further ado, let's get into the hottest debate in the NBA right now. And that is the rookie of the year. Yes, sir. The rookie of the year debate. We got Ben Simmons, we got Donovan Mitchell, we got Kyle Kuzma, and we got Jason Tatum. So you got the 76ers, you got the Utah Jazz, you got the Lakers, and you got the Boston Celtics all fighting to have the rookie of the year on their team. And who's deserving of that title? Ben Simmons, in my opinion, bro, he can't be stopped. I I haven't seen nobody in the league that have stopped him yet so far, even though he is a rookie. Ooh. What you think? Ooh, I got to go Donovan Mitchell, bro. And the reason why is because I'm behind him in, in thinking that he's a true rookie because a part of being a rookie is what? A part of being a rookie is um, becoming acclimated with that 82-game schedule, traveling the country, things like that. That's a big part because there's a lot of pressure coming from college. You're not paying, playing that many games. You're not making that much money. You know what I'm saying? And it's just a completely different game. You know, you got... Uh, professional players who've been in the league 15 plus years like LeBron James you know what I'm saying You're, the level of competition is different so True. all that mixed into one is is a bit different type of pressure so Donovan Mitchell comes into the Utah Jazz as their number one option and takes them to the fifth seed in the Western Conference is a huge deal am I wrong you, you're not wrong but I mean, even though Ben Simmons was on the team team last year, but he didn't play any of those games, so he didn't play any of those guys. He didn't play any games, but you're not catching what I'm saying. He still got to sit on the bench. He still got to travel with the 76ers. He had the best practice facilities. He had all of that going for him still. And then, not to mention this year, as a, quote, rookie, he's got... J.J. Redick, he's got Joel Embiid. Is he even really the number one option on the 76ers? I don't think so. That's crazy to me. He can't even shoot a three. He can't even make a free throw. I'm not saying that he's not deserving of that title. If Ben Simmons wins Rookie of the Year, I'm not going to be upset. Let me me state that. But I'm saying if you're looking at a true rookie, I think the NBA should change that rule. A rookie is someone in their first year that's going to be playing in their first year. Sure, he was injured. He has no control over that. I understand that. Same thing happened with Blake Griffin back in, what, 09? Yeah, whenever that was. Yeah, okay, he was injured. Still ended up winning Rookie of the Year the next season that he was able to play. Yeah, and I actually felt the way about that at that time yeah so you should still feel that same way now Donovan Mitchell clearly should be the rookie of the year bro deep down in my heart I do still feel that way but the NBA have that rule for a reason if they change that rule we talking about a different story right now all right so I'm I'm with you on that so he says Ben Simmons I'm going Donovan Mitchell uh make sure to comment on our Instagram and let us know who you got do you got Donovan Mitchell do you have Ben Simmons or do you have somebody else maybe Kyle Kuzma or um who Jason else were we talking Tatum. about? Jason Tatum. Yeah. What's crazy, bro, is I want to say this. You heard it here first. Kyle Kuzma is the future of the Lakers, man. Um, Why not Lonzo? 
Lonzo is too. He's just not going to be that that main piece. Kyle Kuzma will be that main piece going forward. And I and the reason why is no reason besides he's. I feel like he's got more upside. He's got more potential. And he's more aggressive. He's not afraid to play aggressive. And Lonzo Ball has shown glimpses of that, but not on a consistent basis. Kyle Kuzma's coming off the bench for the Lakers. I like I like aggressive people. I like savages. I like animals, man. Like... I don't think Lonzo Ball is aggressive enough. I know everybody says that. It's like true, you though. turn on the TV, everybody talk about that. But it's true. Everybody likes an animal, bro. Like yeah, LeBron James a, is an animal, right? I want a savage, bro. Yeah. Why do people tune into LeBron James? Because he's not a miraculous shooter. He's yeah. that's not his strong points. But what is it? Get into the rim, attacking the rim. Like his dunks are monstrous. People want to see that. I still want to see that. And I feel like Kyle Kuzma, once he develops more and gets bigger, we got to remember a lot of these rookies are coming in at nineteen year olds, nineteen years old with nineteen year old bodies. You know what I'm saying? Is and, this my opinion or do? Kuzma and Tatum have the same game. I could I could see that. And to be honest, I haven't seen enough of Jason Tatum. I don't like watching the Celtics. I feel like they're a boring team. What? When 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 Kyrie's out. Kyrie is out right now, so it's boring to watch. I don't think that they're like electrifying enough for me. I, the mm. Lakers are a horrible team, but I still like to watch them and I can't explain that. But like when Kyrie's not on the on the floor for the Celtics, I, I'm not too into it. But Jason Tatum is good. And he is only going to get better. And when you think about Kyle Kuzma, you think about Jason Tatum, Ben Simmons, Donovan Mitchell, you're looking at the future of the NBA. LeBron James maybe got five years left in the tank. Um, Some of these other players, Stephen Curry's only got eight years maybe left in the tank. So you got to think about that. Yeah, bro. Like, so... That's the future of the NBA. I hope these guys all develop and become phenomenal players and hopefully future Hall of Famers. They will. You know what I'm saying? So um, now let's get into the next thing. I want to talk about the MVP debate, man. Um, I 150,000% got to go with James Harden on this because, one, LeBron James has been an MVP, I'm pretty certain, more than one time. Nah, he's been MVP probably like about three, four times. If Are I'm you not, serious? Yeah, about three, four times if I'm not mistaken. Jesus Christ, three or four times I had no idea. But LeBron has been balling, man. Like, he has been balling, but it's bigger that. than that. It's bigger than LeBron James balling. I can't stand the fact that people could just ignore the fact that basketball is a team sport. Oh, LeBron James did this. I don't care. What has his team done? How is he leading his team? So he led his team to a four seed. There's been so much drama in Cleveland from Ooh. Isaiah Thomas being there, Dwayne Wade. And if people can say, oh, it's not LeBron James' fault, watch how the people talk when they don't make it to the finals or don't win the finals. Everyone puts that blame on LeBron. But the fact that they're a four seed and they had all that drama, that's not LeBron's fault. LeBron's fault. You know what I'm saying? All of a sudden, LeBron is just a one-man show when he's going for MVP. That's that's one of my biggest critiques about him. But one of my biggest critiques about James Harden, who is my MVP this year, but is that he don't play no defense, man. Like, you don't you, need to play. Why? Yes, you do. No, oh you God. need to have effort on both sides. You don't need to play defense in this league. It's a shooter's game, bro. That's Steph- boring, bro. <laughs> why, why, why be so one-sided, man? Like Because if that's... To- Michael Jordan wasn't incredible at every aspect, right? Michael Jordan was a shooter. But no, but he played hard on both sides. He, I guess he, that's true. That he is won true. defensive player of the year a couple times. But that was also in the 90s. It's 2018. You guys... Do you want James Harden being a phenomenal defender, a phenomenal defender over a phenomenal shooter? Yeah, but what's the point of James Harden putting up 40 when his opponent put up, what, 28 with, like, eight assists? 
Because that's who he's going against. So if, if the Warriors and the Rockets make it to the Western Conference Finals, guess what? It's a shootout. You don't need to have any defense because none of them boys is really playing defense except for Draymond Green. And then Kevin Durant does play defense. I will say that. Yep. But at the end of the day, it's who's shooting better. Who's the better three-point team? And that's going to always yes and no, be the end-all hero. Defense is very important to me. Like, what about... um. Not this year, but uh, Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard was such a, f- a favorable player, winning MVP every year. Because he's because- a good two-way player. Exactly. I agree with that. Yeah. I, and I can see what you're saying, but I don't think that should be the deciding factor of James Harden instead of or, – or LeBron James instead of James Harden. It, it, sh- it shouldn't be a deciding factor, but it should be talk- It should be talked about. It should be into the debate. Should Anthony Davis even be in the debate? Anthony Davis plays crazy defense. Okay, so Anthony Davis and Damian Lillard are supposedly talked about as being in the running for the MVP. Mm-hmm. I think Damian Lillard is not there yet, but I think his game is phenomenal, and he's one of the most underrated guards in the league, yeah. period, because look what he's done. The Western Conference is stacked. People got to remember that. And Damian Lillard, along with C.J. McCollum, is bringing their team to the th- three seed. I'm not I'm not there with the with the Trailblazers yet. I want to give them a couple more years. I just I like I like Lillard as a person. I just don't like his game just yet. Do you like Lillard as a rapper? <laughs> I haven't listened to his raps. I think he's all right. I feel like sometimes he can be a little corny, but he's one of the better rappers in the league if you're comparing him to like uh, Lonzo Ball or uh, what's Bro's name who used to play for the Cavs and just got traded. Date Tiana Taylor. Oh, Iman Shumper? Yeah. yeah, he rap. He's straight, too. And then Andre Drummond be trying to drop some shit, but I don't... <laughs> Andre Drummond is corny to me, bro. Shout like, out to the Pistons, man. Shout out to the Pistons. <laughs> but, um, okay, so we both agree James Harden is is that guy this year. He's going to be the MVP. In my eyes, is really no debate. I think we're all debating for no reason. It's going to be... It's going to be James Harden unless the league is unless the league is thinking this way. LeBron's in his 15th year. He might not be this great much longer. We yeah. got to give him one more yeah, MVP. We, yeah, we got to give him one more before he retire. But James Harden, if you do end up listening to this ever in your life, play some freaking defense, bro. Damn. <laughs> All right, so you heard it here. Uh, Coach Blois Simmons <laughs> making sure that James Harden is playing defense. It's annoying. So if we see James Harden get go for like six steals in the finals, it was because of Blois yelling at him just now. So you ready to talk about playoffs or what? Yeah, let's what talk about the playoffs. I got some shit to say about the playoffs. Round one predictions. I'm all about the upsets. I love a good upset. So Houston and T-Wolves automatically got to go Houston there. OKC versus the Jazz. You got to go OKC there. Portland versus NOLA. I'm going Portland. And then Golden State Warriors versus the Spurs. I'm going with the Golden State Warriors. So no upsets there. But in the East, you got Toronto versus the Wiz. I got the Toronto Raptors coming out on top. You got Cleveland versus Indiana. I'm going Indiana here, and I know people are going to hate me for that because you can't stop the King. I don't see a team beating the Cleveland Cavaliers four games. Mm-hmm. Well, I do because I believe Lance Stevenson hates LeBron James, and I believe Victor Oladipo <laughs> wow. is a beast. He does. Lance Stevenson hates him. And I think when people play people that they don't like generally, they play a harder game. By, by following them, but yeah, go on. <laughs> <laughs> um, Philly versus Miami. Got Philly, but I could see Miami potentially giving an upset just because. I don't see Miami. So who? The reason why I think that 
The reason why I think Miami could beat Philly in seven is because the veteran presence. You got Dwayne Wade mm-hmm. um, and then other players around him who have been there for a long time and they've been to the playoffs. Well, this is a playoff team. Their mm-hmm. coach is a playoff coach, right? Yep. So I, I do see that there could be an upset, but I don't know if they're going to be able to compete with fresh legs because right. the 76ers got a very young athletic team. Um, and then you got Boston and the Bucks, and I see the Bucks getting put out. Uh, Boston wins just based on coaching um, and just based on overall team. Unfortunately, they don't have Kyrie, so they're not going to go deep. Um, they'll probably get put out in the second round. Um, don't see them making it to the Eastern Conference Finals. So uh, let's hear yours, bro. Start off with the West, please. I am going to go Houston versus T-Wolves. I'm going to have Houston pull that off. Okay. Just just off the fact, I do like the Timberwolves. I like Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler is a beast. He's an animal. I do like Cat. Uh, Cat is one of their best Dynamite players. But it's not Houston's year, but they do have Chris Paul, which is another Hold player. on. It's not Houston's year. You don't see them winning? I don't see them winning at all. Oh, my God. I don't see them winning the whole thing, but they're going to beat the Timberwolves. This guy is crazy. Okay, continue. <laughs> then... I got OKC versus Jazz. I got Oklahoma City. Westbrook is one of the best players in the league right now. Agreed. Not just off the uh, the triple-double performances that he do. He just, like, don't take players off nonstop. He's electrifying. Always, Most always electrifying, attacking. yeah. Always want to cut your head off. I like that. I want to see that in every player. Yep. Portland versus Nola. Uh, I don't really believe in Portland right now. So I'm going to have to go with uh, New Orleans. I do like Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis is one of my favorite players. So I'm going to have to pull a... Is that an upset? I'm going to pull an upset with Nola. I would think that's an upset because you don't expect New Orleans to do anything because they don't even got Boogie right now. So you're really just basing that on Anthony Davis. So yes, I would say if the Pelicans beat the Blazers, then that is an upset for certain. Uh, Warriors versus Spurs. No debate. No Kawhi Leonard. No go. No go. And because the Spurs don't really seem like the Spurs as of lately, right? You just hear a lot of turmoil going on there. It don't seem like the normal, really classy Spurs organization. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Let's go on to the East. Toronto versus Wizards. I do not believe the Toronto hype. You're nuts. (laughs) They just don't never do good in the playoffs, fam. And plus, John Wall is one of my favorite players right now. I'm going to go Cleveland versus Indiana. I'm going to have to go Cleveland. That's not really a debate. King, he go do what he do. Philly and Miami. This is going to be a good game, but I'm going to have to go with Philly if everybody stays healthy and beat. <laughs> and I'm going to go Boston versus Bucks. I'm going to go Boston just off the fact that they having like health injuries right now, so that's like all the motivation to to do good in the playoffs. It seems that way. I mean, because when Gordon Hayward goes down the team started going off, right? Yep. I mean, even though that was the first game, but everyone was like, there's no way they're going to come back. Gordon Hayward's down. They're going to be trash this year. And then Kyrie leads the team, and they become one of the best teams in the East for True. the whole entire season. Yeah. So, staying in the basketball world, Tristan Thompson, the Ooh. boy gets caught cheating on Khloe Kardashian while she was pregnant. Well, Question. Can you really expect a young professional basketball player in the NBA to be faithful? They play 82 games. Half of those games are on the road. Women are around. They're popping. He's 26, 27 years old. And I'm not saying that all basketball players are this way because that's not the truth at all. But what I'm saying is people act surprised. Oh, my goodness. How could he do that? 
very easily. The temptation is there. I mean, Chloe and him aren't married. She's just pregnant. I'm pretty certain that Tristan Thompson has another baby, too, by another woman. So, yeah, I heard something about that. So, I mean, like, let's not all act surprised. Like, we don't know that this type of shit happens in the NBA every day. These guys are traveling to some of the finest hotels in some of the finest cities. There's girls there. They want to be a part of that lifestyle. So, girls are throwing themselves at these players. It's happened. Can we really think that LeBron James has never cheated? Or is it just because we never heard of it? If Khloe he Kardashian wasn't a poppin' chick, would we have heard of it? Well, we can't make assumptions if, if an, we don't know if it happens. I'm so. saying it might have not happened, but yeah. it probably could have. LeBron James is one of the greatest players in the world. Well, well, my thing is, it's it's cool to do your thing. You can do your thing, all that. Cool, I don't really care. It's just that, why you want to be in a relationship then? Why are you putting yourself... Your team, your woman, your family, into like all this controversy, all this shame, all this everything, when it all could have been avoided by being single. What's so hard about that? <laughs> because everybody want a piece of Khloe Kardashian. Okay. <laughs> Who hasn't smashed Khloe Kardashian? Be, be with her for a little bit, keep it moving. You got her pregnant. That's, Stay the, that's with her. the problem. That's why he's cheating because he's got. That life sentence. <laughs> yeah, he's stuck there now, so now he got to do that. He's, he's so young still, bro. Should have played a safe then. He should have played a safe. You blame blame yourself. He's all in love. Don't don't blame the paparazzi. He's I'll, all in love, bro. He's not in love <laughs> if, you, if you go do what you want to do. Yeah, That's I what guess, I'm saying. I guess you're right. I guess it's that Kardashian curse. It, it, I already said that, man. The <laughs> I believe in the Kar- Kardashian curse. I ain't even going to lie, man. Um, so, all right, let's move on from there, dog. Let's talk about some hip-hop stuff. Um, I seen Bow Wow in the Breakfast Club, man. I didn't. Okay, so I watched the whole hour interview. Um, do we still care about Bow Wow? I mean, he cool, but I don't really <laughs> care. I like see him from online every now and then. So he's got like three million followers on Instagram. So apparently, there's people that still care about Bow Wow and are still fans of him. Um, in the interview on the Breakfast Club, he mentioned that he's contemplated suicide a couple times. I don't really care. Is he cloud chasing? Does he just want attention? Bow Wow, I guess, all of a sudden, Bow Wow is like the number one stunner for all of a sudden. The Bow Wow Challenge. The Bow Wow Challenge. My man I, said he was on a jet, but he was caught on the plane. It, so so what, happened, what did he say about that in the interview? He talked about it. He said, what he said, and I quote, is players fuck up. He kept saying that over and over. Fam, what and he didn't mean? expect it. He said, I like the picture, so I posted it. Like, okay, uh, but you're famous, and if you like the picture and you posted it, yeah, that's one thing, but then you made it kind of seem like that's what you were doing, like that was your lifestyle. So apparently he's twisting all that, and he's making his own TV show called The Bow Wow Challenge, where he's going to catch people in the act flexing for the gram. So like someone posts a picture or something, they're going to go make sure that they really are doing what they say they're doing. So The Bow Wow Challenge is a TV show. I don't know what network it's going to be on. I could imagine probably BET, because it seems like BET is the only people that believe in Bow Wow, um, even though he was on like CSI Cyber or something like that. That was for a little while. I think after he did the Cyber, he did 106 in Park. If I'm I think 106 in Park came first. Yeah, he was doing 106 and then went to CSI, which is a big movie. And he kind of made a good point. He was like, it's only two rappers who successfully did that. LL Cool J and Ice-T. I don't know. Well, that's just regular CSI. CSI Cyber is like... They're two different That's names. true. That's true. But L.O. Cool J and uh, Ice-T both did it. So, 
I mean, he does kind of make a point there. And we do got to give a little bit more credit to Bow Wow, especially our generation. If you're born in the 90s, let's not act like you wasn't a Bow Wow fan in the early 2000s. I was. When I was a kid, Bow Wow could do no wrong. Even in the movie game, he came out with Like Mike, which is arguably one of the best basketball movies of our generation. I agree with you. He came out with good music, and even into his late teens, when he was making songs with Chris Brown, Omarion, like... He was the voice of our generation for many years, and people forget, and I think even Bao forgets, like, you're, he's 31 years old now, you know what I'm saying? He did everything that these rappers are doing right now while he was still a kid. Yeah. So, like, right now maybe would be the time that someone else would retire because they would be 50 years old, but Bao is still just 31, so he's still young, you know what I mean? But I, I respect Bao as a legend in the hip-hop game as a youthful kid as a kid but i do think it's time to hang it up apparently he's got a new mixtape coming out called green light six so if you're a bow wow fan go pick that up and then apparently he's dropping an album which is going to be like his last album afterwards you know all these rappers do this and apparently that interview with the breakfast club is his last interview ever yeah so so all 14 of y'all go pick up that album (laughs) Come on, bro. You got, you got 3 million followers, so all 3 million y'all are going to pick that up. Like, 90% of you those copping? bots. You copping? <laughs> no. Why? I'm going to listen to it. Be- see, I'm going to listen to it just because it, it's going to come on iTunes. I'll stream it. I'll check it out and see if he's really snapping. You might be missing out on something. Like, people automatically, even with Tyga, like, Tyga fell off too, right? Yeah, but if it's good, you go eventually hear something about it, right? I guess that's so, true. So if I hear something about it, I'll listen. I guess that's true. I listen to the Tiger album just to make sure 100% that it's whack. And it is whack. And then I'll listen to the Bawa album. He got a song out, and I can't remember the name of it that's actually straight. I can't remember the name of it. I'll show you after the podcast. But yeah. It's actually straight. Um, Cardi B, bro. Big week for her last week. It seemed like every single celebrity on Instagram is in support of Cardi B. So with that being said, Invasion of Privacy is one week to the date today that her album has been out. And my question is... Is the album as hot as people make it seem? Or is her story just inspiring? People are like, when they post about it on Instagram, to see you go from where you was and to where you are today and stay the same, congratulations on your album. Or And I've even heard people say that it's a classic album. Is it a classic album or is it a classic story? I mean, she came from being a stripper to being one of the hottest female MCs in the game. So to think about it, it's, it's inspiring. It is inspiring. It's, Absolutely. Is that anybody can do this. Like, it's not hard. You know what I'm saying? No, it's put, hard. Don't say that. It's hard, but you can yeah, do it if you give it that, the right amount of motive. Like the, yeah, A it, lot of work goes into if it. If you give it the effort. There we go. Yeah. That's what I'm looking for. If you, you give it the you effort. Yeah, but I just feel like people just are... And, and two, bro, it seems like when she dropped her album, all the features and stuff on it, like... That's what to me makes it incredible yeah. is her features because she threw me a, threw me off with some of the features. You got Chance the Rapper. The Chance yeah. the Rapper is the biggest one, obviously. It's one of my favorite songs. I honestly actually. didn't even expect her to make a track with YG, but that's one of my favorite songs on the whole entire album is the She Bad track. Um, J Balvin on the I Like It Like That. Yeah, I bet you like that one. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, so I mean, there's a it is a good album. I'm gonna say that, but are people really? fucking with the album or are they just fucking with the story I, I think it's a little bit of both i think a lot of people want to see that cinderella story like in the ncaa when um chicago loyola was going off on a rant yeah you know? america loves the underdog story exactly that's true you know but you know cardi got that yo 
Cardi came from nothing. She came from the bottom. You know, it's it's inspiring to people. Also, her music ain't that bad, it's but not. she is a tad bit overhyped. Like, do we care that she doesn't write her own music? Who says that though? Did she, she come even, out and say that? She's even said it. She's she's made claim to that. Why do why do female artists get that? you know, that pass and not Mel artists. So Drake doesn't write his own music and then we're all upset. And I heard something on um, another podcast where they said, the reason why it's a big deal when Drake doesn't write his own music is because we look at Drake as an elite rapper. Yeah. We don't look at Cardi B as an elite rapper. Do you agree with that? Well, she's not an elite rapper as of yet. You know, she could she, she ever be an elite rapper with us knowing that she doesn't write her own music what? like Dr. Dre. He would never be an elite rapper because we know from the beginning that he doesn't write his own music. But in order to be an elite rapper, you have to put out constant bodies of work that's pretty solid. You know what I'm saying? You got to have what two or three classics under your belt. Yeah, but if you're not, I don't think we could even allow her to become an elite rapper Cause why? because she's not writing her own music. Like. Just like Dr. Dre has never been an elite rapper, he's an elite producer. You know what I'm saying? When you think about who's the greatest MCs of all time, you're not going Dr. Dre is in the top 10, yeah. but you say that about his production. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But you would never say that because you know he doesn't write it. To get that elite rapper badge, yeah. you need to be like a J. Cole. You need to be like a Kendrick Lamar. Uh, and I still throw Drake in there. And the reason why I think Drake gets the pass and it doesn't bother me that he doesn't write all his music. I feel like he does, though. No, yeah, he he is an elite rapper. No, he, I feel like he writes his stuff. I feel Yeah, like, he I does like write it, most of his stuff, and I, and I agree with that. But... When you're a rapper as versatile as Drake, you need help because he's just, he's singing, he's rapping, he's using different kind of instrumentals. He's not just a straightforward rapper. He's just not coming on there. Just barring you to death. Yeah, just barring you to death. He's got melodies. He's got flows. He's hitting notes. So, yes, you're going to need help writing your music. I would be saddened if I found out songs like Back to Back were written by someone else or, you know, other, like, songs where he is barring people where it's like, damn, you didn't even write that? Now, that sucks. But, like, songs like One Dance, I can care less who wrote that. Singers get their shit wrote for them all the time. Yeah, that's what I'm, I'm saying. That That's kind of my point. It's just, like, who cares? Who cares if I'm in, I'm in the booth writing a song and I, I, I write something down or I say something on the mic and... You, you go in the you go in the booth with me like yo blow us. It sounds better if you say it this way or you phrase it this way or that should be your hook. Isn't that what Kanye do all the time? Yeah. I know Big Sean went on record and be like, yo, yo Big, Big Sean, you should make that your hook or you know what I'm saying. I think it's better if you put it this way. I feel like you should cut that. Yeah, and then people still get their credit for yo, for doing you, things you, like you that. You can be critiqued. Like, it's it's okay. It's fine. You're not gonna die. Yeah. Like, chill out. <laughs> yeah. I think it's, I don't know. I think it's a debate that's never ending. And I feel like the old heads keep that going more and more where they're like, oh, you're not a real MC if you don't write your own shit, which I can see in some points, but... At the end of the day, who really cares if the music is good? Because guess what? A lot of people can't even stay on beat. So it do take a lot just to rap the yeah. rap. You know what I'm saying? You, my problem is I think that people is looking for Cardi to fail. You got those people that want Cardi to like succeed because she got the Cinderella story. Mm-hmm. But you you got other people because she came from loving hip hop if I'm not Kurt. People I'm just wrong. don't women some I've seen girls like I can't believe people would support somebody who used to be in a strip club. 
Like, okay, that's her story. Like, until you're perfect, you can't judge someone else's past. And then, okay, she bossed up. She's making millions now doing something that's way different. You know what I'm saying? But not everyone has a beautiful story, and that's where she had to do. Some people don't want you to evolve, man. Yeah, some people are hating, and they don't. What's crazy about it is people don't even realize that they're hating. They think it's okay to say, oh, she was a hoe because she was a stripper. That's how she had to make money. That's She was a product of her environment. That's what she saw necessary to make her money so she can survive right and then she turned that into a multi-million dollar thing you know what i'm saying yeah so i mean honestly i'm not even gonna lie like when when i heard about cardi b like i was like oh that's the chick from loving hip-hop like i'm not gonna listen to her music you know i wasn't interested yeah, because like, most was, people who come from loving hip-hop are trash it, exactly so i was like automatically turned off and I never yeah. listened to her. You never listened to her. Yeah. The reason why we listened to her is because Bodak Yellow was so yeah. big. Yeah. You could not listen to her because it was everywhere you turned. Exactly. So if she didn't have that breakout single, she didn't have a song like Bodak Yellow, we would never have even known She'll about Cardi B. Another but that's what it takes. And you know who tried bodies. to copy that is Safari with that 100 on, 100 on this, this. <laughs> he tried, literally, it almost yeah. reminded me of Bodak Yellow, but yeah. it's not going to work because... I heard it around, reminded a lot of people about that, but yeah. I didn't hear it. I didn't it's garbage. See it. Don't hear it. Don't listen to it. <laughs> Safari is trash, bro. Um, all right, let's move on. Speaking of Safari, yeah. his ex, Nicki Minaj, just dropped two hot tracks, in my opinion, Chun-Li and way. Barbie Tings. Um, I think they're hot tracks. I think that Nicki came back. Um, she was off the gram for a minute off social media for like a good three, four months, I think, since December. Um, I think she came out with some hot music just yesterday. Um, and I would like to see an album out of her. Her last album came out in 2014. Since then, she's been through a lot of things, uh, breaking up with Safari and then dating Meek Mill, breaking up with Meek Mill, the Cardi beef. So I'm ready to see something from Nicki. Um, and it's a breath of fresh air because, I mean, there's not a lot of female MCs. Yeah. You got Cardi B, and I like Cardi B, but Nicki is like, she's really the queen of rap, so I get get excited when she comes back with something new. And you know what's crazy is that I, one of my followers had posted, I like Nicki, I respect Nicki, but I wish she would just let Cardi shine. Why does she have to put out two tracks? Because she did. We don't say nothing when Drake put out Nice For What the same day Cardi B put out her album. I mean, like... People just want to see female artists go against each other. There is enough room for there to be more than one hot female artist. Like, let's stop pegging them against each other and making them beef because they're female artists who are kind of similar. Like, that's just so whack to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, let let them live. Let them live in their own lanes. Let them make music and let them be great. I agree with you 100%, bro. All right, now let's get into this week's life question, life situation. So I'll get straight into it. So this week, I'm chilling with my sister. We're at the gym working out whatnot. I see a couple cats that I knew from high school. And, you know, I wouldn't say that we're friends friends, but I would say that we are definitely acquaintances, right? Right. Um, I didn't acknowledge them. They didn't acknowledge me. And we walked past each other in the gym about three or four times. Um, However, all of them follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook and things like that. So my question is... Why do we follow people on social media if we can't even talk to them when we see them in person? Right. So it doesn't really make sense to me to be Facebook friends, but not friends in real life. Yeah, no, I agree. So why be phony? Like, why follow me? Why is you wasting my time? Um, do you think people do it from a point of they just want to be nosy? Not being nosy is just, it's just that I probably, we probably was like, cool. We probably kicked it back in the day, but I'm off that like. I haven't heard from you or seen you in a couple of years, 
But I also also feel like you should at least get an acknowledgement, like. Oh, what's you know, up, bro? How's like, it going? Yeah, like, oh, what up, man? What up, Alan? Yeah, you probably up, don't bro? even remember your name, but at least get a head nod. Like, yo, I mean, they're going to remember your name because you're friends with them on social media. All it takes is a head nod. Like, yeah. yo, what's up, fam? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You don't got to sit there and converse with me, but damn, we're friends on Facebook, yeah. Instagram, or anything like that. We can't even, like, so, yeah, acknowledge so the fact that we see each other. So what's the point of, like, liking my stuff? I think a lot of people do that nowadays. And it's because I feel like social media fucked us up to the point where we don't even know how to communicate face-to-face. The only way we know how to communicate is behind a keyboard and there's people that I literally have never talked to but have full-blown conversations in my comment section but I can see them out and about and they won't even come up to me and say hey bro how's it going or what's up but they got an opinion about everything that I post on Facebook or they like my shit it also happened to me I think it happens to a lot of people I think it's whack you know what I'm saying so we'll end it here should I or should I not delete those guys off of my Facebook page that's a good question. I would I would go with no. I'm deleting them. You deleting them? Why? Yeah, because I mean, I, to me, it was real fake, and it was fake on my part too. I mean, because I'm equally are they following. active though. Like, yes, they are. They're active people on Facebook. They like my stuff too, and the fact that I didn't talk to them makes me feel uncomfortable with myself. Like I'm not even talking to them, so why should I? be friends with them that's just fake i'm letting people into my private life because i I just i don't even have a reason why i'm just letting them into my private life i'm gonna change that so to you two guys who i know y'all motherfuckers see me at the gym you're getting (laughs) deleted it's all love it's just why do we have to be friends if we're not real friends in real life are even able to communicate when we see one another at least be acquaintances man at least speak up just be like what up exactly give give me a head nod that's really all we want exactly y'all know who y'all are so with that being said make sure to follow us on all of our social media platforms platforms, tags whatever you call them instagram twitter snapchat we don't got a snapchat maybe one day we'll get a snapchat but not right now (laughs) how do you have a snapchat for a podcast well one of us got to be active on it like we have to one of us is have to have it on the phone and then we'll just like follow like that. Yeah, I don't know. We're not going to have a Snapchat. But follow <laughs> us on Instagram and Twitter, man. Um, so yeah, that's it for episode one. We appreciate you guys tuning in. Till next time, it's Alan Lamont. And Blow Simmons. Peace. See you next week.